0: Welcome to the Backport's Talk Podcast. I'm your coach, Jason. Your coach, Danny. And fans, we have a full show for you today. But first, Danny, I have to say happy holidays, Thanksgiving, upcoming Christmas, Hanukkah, all the holidays uh, to you and the fans out there. I hope that uh, Thanksgiving, for those who celebrate, was a fulfilled one uh, when that was safe and one that was uh, filled with love and happiness with family and loved ones, but Danny to this football mm-hmm. and where on Thursday, it's a full slate of games, and first starting off the Bills and Lions. Lions always plays on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Same thing with the Cowboys, and we get to them later on here. But the Bills, who had to make an adjustment in their travel schedules because of the amount of snow that they actually received they ended up winning this game 28 to 25 which seemed to have been uh, a game that went down to the wire here Danny Mm -hmm. Uh, the Detroit Lions are showing some fight they were trying to go for their fourth victory in a row uh and uh unfortunately they, for the lions fans they came up a little bit short uh the bills when it goes ahead and wins this game what say you danny
1: yeah jason this ones i thought for sure the lions are going to upset the buffalo bills just buffalo just didn't seem right
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh they're keeping pace but they just didn't seem like themselves and i don't know if it was like you mentioned with the weather and the new Schedule and if they stayed and all that good stuff because they played in Detroit last week due to the amount of snow they received in Buffalo. But, yeah, man, the Lions, they had this one, and this one may be the one that comes back to bite them in the end. Mm-hmm. I know they've had a lot of close losses this year, actually. Mm-hmm. But this one may be a dagger from a playoff perspective because uh, they they're just just—they're middling and they're right there. But the four wins at this point in the season, unless one of these other teams – completely falls apart. I think that's the nail in the coffin. So good game, good showing. Usually you see Detroit on the schedule, and you're like, oh. But <laughs> they actually put up a good fight, and it was actually a great game to watch. And Buffalo won right at the end with the last second field goal.
0: And now, Danny, on to the next game here where the Cowboys and Giants faced off in Dallas, uh, drawing uh, a new NFL record, 42 million viewer, viewers, uh, in the NFL regular season record, uh, and Danny, this was an interesting game through and through, but nonetheless, the Cowboys they go ahead and prevail on this one 28 to 20, mm-hmm. uh, where Dak Prescott throws for 261 yards, two touchdowns, 21 for 30. Zeke Elliott 16 carries, 92 yards, a touchdown, and CD Lamb six perceptions for 106 yards. Danny, this is uh one of those games and where uh it I mean obviously divisional rival game. Um I don't know if the Giants were fully always in it. And they were in it, I mean in terms mm-hmm. of competing, but did we ever really doubt that the Cowboys wouldn't win? Cowboys win, man. They go to eight and three. Um they need to continue to win because the Philadelphia Eagles uh went ahead and beat up on the uh green bay packers on sunday night we'll get to that later on here but the final game uh in the on the uh thanksgiving plate was the patriots against the vikings i'm gonna be real danny i really didn't watch this game man um uh, the vikings i was too i was too busy being full man (laughs) uh but the vikings they prevail uh in this game here 33 26 Mm-hmm. Um, they bounced back from the beating the Cowboys put on them in Minnesota. Um, so they go ahead and beat the Patriots. What's say you, Danny?
1: Yeah, Jason, this Vikings game was actually, I watched it and it was really good. It was, uh, it was played out kind of like the Lions bills game in a way. So it was a nice nightcap. It's usually on a slate of games. Yeah. The Cowboys game, they won by eight, but there was a last second touchdown by the Giants. Uh, to make that closer than what it actually appeared to be. But the Vikings game, they came back again, man. (laughs) (laughs) Patriots had this one in the bag, and they let the Minnesota Vikings hang around, and Minnesota does what they do. Fourth Mm -hmm. quarter, came back, one-score game, one, and they're keeping pace with the Eagles. They're sitting in that hip pocket, Mm -hmm. just waiting for the Eagles to lose. Uh, So... Great win. Justin Jefferson had a good game. And now it's just one of those ones, especially from the Patriots standpoint, this would have helped them in the playoff race in the AFC. So to lose this game is tough.
0: And Danny, on to the Green Bay Packers and where they take from the Philadelphia Eagles, 40 to 33. Before the game started, a friend of mine texted me, and he 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 asked, my thoughts on this game. And let me tell you exactly what I wrote before the game, Danny, because <laughs> it came true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying this because I am a psychic. I'm saying this because this is what I wrote. I said, my thoughts of the game shaking my head. <laughs> We're not going to look good. In all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Love plays later in the game. And I may watch the Milwaukee Bucks game instead. I ended up watching the Milwaukee Bucks more than I watched the Packers, uh, at least in the uh, first half, mm-hmm. Danny. I watched a good portion of the second half of this uh, NFL game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 11 for 16, 140 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The first interception, in my opinion, wasn't necessarily his fault. Came off of a deflection mm-hmm. um, and Dahl. Um, but nonetheless, man, he got sacked three times, For um, got hit a few other times. Uh, one of those hits ends up messing up with his ribs, concerned with a puncture lung. He goes out the game. Jordan Love comes in, goes six for nine for 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Danny, let me just say, Jalen Hurts had a game for you. Mm-hmm. 16 for 28. 153 yards, two touchdowns, passing the ball. But this is the amazing stat here. He has 17 rushes for 157 yards. It sounds like Colin Kaepernick when he played for the 49ers and where he ran all over us mm-hmm. back in the day. hmm Same thing. Ain't nothing changed. It's just a different year. Mm-hmm. 157 yards, running the ball. You kidding me? Not only that, Miles Sanders, (laughs) 21 carries, 143 yards. Do you know that the Philadelphia Eagles had 363 rushing yards on us? Our defense was just tired, couldn't stop anybody. We haven't had a bye week yet. I think we get that after we play the Chicago Bears next week. Mm-hmm. uh and all uh, but let me just say this danny uh aj dylan eight carries for 64 yards and a touchdown aaron jones 12 carries for 43 yards not enough in my opinion on the ground mm-hmm. Uh, i think aaron jones and aj dylan were definitely used here in the receiving game which i'm just really baffled here what what the hell we're doing offensively danny Uh, We have Christian Watson, who had 110 yards and a touchdown. But I don't see any of our receivers receiving. Randall Cobb, two catches, one for a touchdown, 19 yards. Robert Tunyon, tight end, three catches for 20 yards. Uh, Lazard, two catches for 24 yards. Like, I don't know what we're doing offensively, man. This is just so confusing packers are in trouble i went in with low expectations of, of this game mm-hmm. quite frankly um and i'm really starting to wonder when packers sit aaron Rodgers for the rest of the season though know, he said he wants to you know he he would like to continue to play as long as they're mathematically in it mm-hmm. i get it i understand what he's saying it's to a point where they're getting close to not being mathematically in it. Kudos to the Eagles. They go to 10 and one. Um, They're the best team in the NFC uh, as of right now. And uh, they continue to roll. What say you Danny?
1: If Joe Barry has a job after this year.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, man.
1: Jalen hurts. You know, he, he has the potential to run the ball. And if you watch in that first half, That one in particular, that run he had is maybe like a 60 yard run. Mm -hmm. They pursued on the outside, and there was nobody. It was just the scheme was all off. But that interception by Aaron Rodgers, the second one, Mm -hmm. was huge in that game because they actually had some momentum in this game. Mm -hmm. And if they would have scored on that drive where he threw that pick, I thought they had a shot to beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. even as bad as their defense was yesterday. And that was the thing that defense didn't do anything to mm-hmm. help the offense. The offense mm-hmm. was 33, but the defense gave up 40. And it was the defensive line that was getting manhandled by the offensive line of the Eagles mm-hmm. that gave them those holes. And Miles Sanders, man, he looked good and Hurts looked good. Even Gainwell, Boston Scott, the other guys they brought in, had nice chunks of yards. It wasn't like they were just getting like two yards. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're getting like 10-yard clips, which moves the chains, moves the clock. But I thought the pivotal point in that game was that second interception by Aaron Rodgers, and then, you know, he got hurt later in the game, and the defense actually, from the uh, Eagles' perspective, stepped up Mm -hmm. because they actually got to him and sacked him, and that's when he got injured with the oblique ribs or whatever it is. So,
0: Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, Danny. Do you sit Aaron Rodgers, play Jordan Love the rest of the season?
1: Like I said last show, Aaron Rodgers, until they <laughs> are out of the playoff run, he I don't see him sitting. But after that injury last night, I would think he would sit, especially if they play the Bears next week.
0: You know he always goes off against the Bears.
1: I know. But it's one of those things where it's like, all right, is Justin Fields isn't playing. There's no real need, especially if they have a bye. Yeah. I think they can get the Bears with Jordan Love. Granted, The Bears do run the ball well, and Mm -hmm. and last time they played the Bears, Montgomery went off on them. Went off on them. But it's just Montgomery. It's not Fields. It's not Herbert. uh, The other uh, running back they have that's really good. So I think it's one of those things where let Jordan Love start this upcoming week, get to the bye, and then evaluate where the playoffs are and how everything is uh, internally.
0: And now, Danny, on to uh, some additional NFL talk and scores here. Uh, Buccaneers take an L against the Browns. Go figure. Uh, That moves the Buccaneers to five and six. Um, And Tom Brady, uh, pedestrian game, 29-43, 246 yards, two touchdowns. Nonetheless, the uh, Buccaneers went ahead and, and takes an L on this one, man. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, 116 yards rushing on 26 carries. Um, what do you think, Danny? Uh, these Buccaneers, they continue to go on that roller coaster ride of an NFL season,
1: and that's what makes the game, my Falcons game yesterday, even worse. <laughs>
0: And speaking of your Falcons, Danny, you all take an L, man. Y'all moved to five and seven. Y'all could have done something in this division, uh, but you all lost to the commanders. What say you?
1: Well, Jason, I lost 19-13, and there are a lot of key moments in this game, but the one in particular is what happened at the end of the game. We drove the ball. We're within the 10 yard line. So we're in the red zone, just draining the clock. Commanders had no timeouts left. It was first and goal. We get stopped. Second and goal. We decide to pass. We've been running. We ran the ball all the way down the field. Granted, Zacchaeus had a a key catch in that last drive uh, to get us down, I think, within the 40 yard line. And then we just kept running the ball down the throat. We decide to pass. It gets tipped. And they intercept us in the end zone. But wait, there's more. So we had all three timeouts left. And there's 44 seconds left. So they're kicking out of their end zone. They're punting out of their end zone because we went, they went three and out. We get a roughing the kicker or a roughing the punter penalty. And they clock it. The game is clocked. Uh, so seeing – the Tampa Bay game with the overtime, so we I didn't get this, you know, we lost before they got to OT, but it was one of those games, another one where it was close and we win this game. It it puts us in a great spot. So right now we're a half game back of Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay is struggling right now mm-hmm. to lose the way they did to Cleveland yesterday. They just they just look bland. They Mm -hmm. just, there's no pizzazz with the Buccaneers right now. And they may get in by default because the rest of the division is struggling, including us, Mm -hmm. uh, to overtake them. So it may come down to that last game of the season still, Jason, where Atlanta plays Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. And we've put ourselves in a position where we shouldn't even be in that, we should be in a way better spot than we are. Lessons learned, but they got to start putting in Ritter. Mariota, he did all okay yesterday, but he didn't do anything spectacular. He was 15 for 25, 174 yards, touchdown. They ran the ball really well. We had over 160 yards running. But I think it's time. You got to see what Ritter has. At least get him in a, a couple packages, let him play to see what you what you have with him before the season's over with. Because I would hate to see them go through the whole season and not see what he, he can do at least give him an opportunity to play a little bit.
0: And Danny, another game that didn't intrigue me, but it's something to keep your eye on. And that's the New York Jets against the Chicago bears. I think we need to keep our eye on, uh, the starting quarterback for this particular game, Mike white for the New York jets and where he went 20 for 22 for 28, 315 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And, the Jets played a lot better with him at the helm mm-hmm. uh versus Zach Wilson. I think Zach's time is up in the for the New York Jets if Mike White continues to ball like this mm-hmm. yeah I could see this possibly being uh the end of his time Zach Wilson's time uh with the New York Jets. Um, so just something to keep your eye on. Um, obviously, uh, Justin Field did not play this game due to injury. Uh, Trevor Simeon was in there. Uh, one touchdown, one pick, one hundred seventy nine, yards. Excuse me. The Bears are the Bears, man. They ain't good, man. Um, <laughs> so my hope is that uh, the Packers go ahead and drub the Bears just to kind of, you know, kind of get on a, the good winning foot, if you will, especially in Chicago. You start keeping your eye on the Miami Dolphins, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tua's been balling. Uh, he balled out again, 299 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Dolphins, good, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the Texans, who yeah, the Texans, Texans are just bad, man. They brought Lovey back into the NFL. I don't know how much longer he gonna stay in the NFL, man. Not
1: dealing with this team.
0: I mean, I see Lovey possibly more as a coordinator, mm-hmm. a, a different coach. He didn't do all that well with the University of Illinois. And when he left there, Illinois, Illinois is doing better, mm-hmm. Got a better record. I don't know if it's recruiting class or I, I don't know. But Lovey better watch it, man. It, it could be to a point where. If he stays for another season, he's going to have to have a hell of a season to stay as a NFL head coach Mm -hmm. uh, moving forward. So that's something to watch there too, Danny. Um, What say you, Danny?
1: Yeah, Jay, a couple other things of note here. You mentioned the Dolphins. Guess who the Dolphins play next week, Jason? The 49ers. You talk about a game to watch. The Niners' defense versus the Dolphins' offense in San Francisco because the Saints got shut out by the 49ers yesterday, 13-0. to And that defense is – and they have some significant injuries on the defensive side of the ball too. They have a couple guys out with some ACL injuries. So for them to keep playing the way they are is amazing. The game that I had my eyes on was that Bengals-Titans game as well where the Bengals went to the scene of the crime Mm -hmm. against the Titans and ended up beating the Titans again in similar fashion, where they won 20-16, to Mm -hmm. very competitive game. They shut down King Henry. Uh, They are hitting him a a lot behind the line. They blitzed the Titans a lot. And for them to beat the uh, Titans without Jamar Chase, beating them without Jamar Chase will give them that confidence. And they weren't getting a burrow like they did last year either. So it's one of those games. It's a statement game. It helps the Bengals from a playoff positioning perspective. And the Titans don't have anything to worry about in their division. The division is terrible. But it's one of those things, once they get to the actual playoffs, where they see a team like the Bengals again, that will put some doubts in the back of their minds.
0: And Danny, the Kansas City Chiefs, They go ahead and beat the Rams. Let's just say these defending champs, Los Angeles Rams, they ain't going to the playoffs. Nope. Uh, That is a wrap for their season. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. Uh, Of course, they don't have OBJ. Von Miller is no longer with them. And uh, uh, wishing Von Miller a quick recovery. Luckily, it wasn't an ACL tear, but... He may be out multiple weeks, if not the rest rest of the season or regular season. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see what happens with that. But nonetheless, man, the Los Angeles Rams, the defending champions will not be going back to the playoffs. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they are the Kansas City Chiefs. They are who we thought they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they continue continue to uh, run through uh, the division where they're now nine and two. So... uh, interesting uh with the raiders here they finally win their fourth win of the season what a walk off uh touchdown <laughs> by uh, a walk off <clears throat> a walk off touchdown by Josh Jacobs uh and dog oh, man uh Josh Jacobs had a game man 33 carries for 229 yards you kidding me two touchdowns mhm whoa bad
1: loss to this for the seattle seahawks from a playoff positioning perspective because this one puts them behind the 49ers and they're hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Gino Smith continues to do well, man. I mean, mm-hmm. 27 for 37, 328 yards, two touchdowns, man. Yep. Gino, I'm telling you, man, I think he's found uh the fountain of of youth slash fountain of rejuvenation mm-hmm. uh reviving my career uh, type situation here in Seattle. Uh And uh, so what a turnaround for him. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'll t- continue to do great. And I think Seattle is happy that they got rid of uh Russell Wilson, man.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> G- it, it is one of those things where Gino got an opportunity and he took full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. and. It's not his fault that the defense gave up an 86-yard touchdown. They put up 34 points. Yep. Uh, so it's – he's been having a great year. and I hope he finishes strong. And it would be nice to see them in the playoffs just for that simple fact. But the NFC East now currently has all four teams <laughs> slotted for the playoffs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based with the Commanders winning yesterday. Uh, so they're all currently in the playoffs and like I said, it'd be nice to see Seattle make it just due to the fact of what Gino's done this year.
0: Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backportstalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.